Brooklyn's Radio Surrey News Review for Friday the 7th of April. A look at the week's local news in Surrey. I'm Graeme Laycock and at the Surrey Advertiser News Desk is journalist Zosia Ayres to discuss this week's local news stories. And first look at the headlines this week. A widower checking into the travel lodge near Thorpe Park has a shock when police are called. Police dogs and batons and riot shields deal with a brawl in Woking. And Surrey streetlights switch off. Boroughs to pay £20,000 a year to keep the lights on. We'll find out about all these stories and more as we're down by uh, Zosia. Hello. Hi, how are you? Very well, and you? Yes, good, thank you. Thanks okay, shall we start then with this widower uh, checking yes. into Travel Lodge near Thorpe Park with his daughter? Yes, yeah, so um, he checked into a Travel Lodge in Chertsey and he said he was horrified when hotel employees called police over fears he was a paedophile. Um, so this is Craig Darwell and his 13-year-old daughter Millie and they checked on, in on March the 30th and they said that when um, the father left the hotel reception to go to his car um, a manager asked for proof that he was Millie's dad and he had to show them some Facebook messages allegedly um, he said that it ruins the holiday but um, Thorpe Park have said um, sorry the travel lodge has said that it's NSPCC guidelines that they have to protect children and so it's kind of a difficult issue yeah, absolutely, yeah, indeed. And uh, anybody checking in with their children I could, could, could face this, I guess. Exactly. Um, the Travel Lodge has said that um, police and other agencies in the past um, have led them to successful interventions to protect young people. So there are benefits to it, but obviously it's not nice if it's you and there isn't any issue. No, indeed. It sounds like you've got to go around with, with proof that they're, <laughs> they're your children somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, a pretty serious situation in Woking then with uh, police dogs and batons call to a mass brawl. Yeah, so this was on Tuesday on April the 4th um, in Chertsey Road in Woking. Um, so an eyewitness described around 20 police officers armed with batons and shields descending on the area outside Bank Bar just before midnight. The bar had been hosting a non-alcoholic party for teenagers. Um, and onlookers said there were about 50 people there and a fight had broken out and the police officers arrived. The bar confirmed that they had been hosting a private hire end of term party for the students um, and police arrived to um, control the fight, basically. Right, OK, they did get it under control. Were any people hurt? There were no arrests and no damage to property, um, so... There isn't any mention of people were hurt, but um, no arrests made kind of assumes it wasn't too bad. Yeah, we certainly don't you know, presume that you're going to get police dogs and batons and riot shields uh, no, exactly. in a sorry town, do you? No, definitely not. No. Now, there's been a bit of a controversy about Surrey County Council switching off the streetlights overnight, but I see one borough is uh, going to be funding some staying on. Yeah, so this has been a continuing story with us. Um, we've done a lot of stories about it, but now there's been a new development. So Belthorne Council have um, brokered an agreement, they say, with Surrey County Council to keep the lights on. So they went off in Belthorne a couple of weeks ago, um, but they're going to pay around £21,000, they think. It's not, the f- exact figure's not been confirmed, um, to keep it 
keep them on. So it's £21,000 a year, and that will be for five years. Um, and now lots of people from Spelson have welcomed the decision, but some other areas are saying it's unfair because everyone pays their taxes and no one seems to want the lights to go off. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how this one develops. Yes, I suppose on one 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 side of things, you'd say well, twenty one thousand pounds isn't too isn't too big a bill for a year's mm. worth of overnight lighting, is it? But uh, yeah. it's moving the cost off of the county to to Spelthorne Borough. Yeah, exactly. The leader actually said that this was. Um, he told David Hodge, the county council leader, that it wasn't Spelthorne's responsibility, um, but he still said that for the residents, he really wanted them back on. So um, apparently, they should be on within the next two weeks, although an exact date hasn't been confirmed yet. Yeah, and uh, uh, good news for the residents of Spelthorne. I'm, I'm yeah. sure quite a lot of them are, are work at Heathrow and are doing uh, all sorts of shifts and so on and having yeah. to get up in the early hours of the morning or arriving home very late. Yeah, exactly. Apparently shift work was quite a big factor in it because, yeah, lots of people there will be kind of working on social hours and will have to get back in the night. Yeah, yeah. Now, a Farnham to Guildford direct service held as good news for uh, rail users. Yeah, so um, I'm sure, um, as most of your listeners know, um, the Department of Transport awarded the Southwest Trains franchise to First MTR Southwestern Trains Limited. Um, so now um, new change is going to be made, basically. So they announced that from August the 20th, this new First Group with MTR will be running it. Um, and with it, a regular Farnham Guildford Centre would be coming. Um, so there'll be 36 new direct services on weekdays between the two towns, um, which is a big change because at the moment there isn't any direct line and um, people seem to be very happy about that. Yes, you have to change en route at the moment, I think, at Aldershot. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be yeah. good, good news for people. Yeah, lots of people saying it will change their lives. <laughs> really, <funny>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it'll be interesting to see how it develops, and of course, Guildford being a very big uh, traffic generator as well. Yeah, yeah. Now, Peter Jefferson's voice is to be used for a meditation app. Yes, so um, some of your listeners may have been listening to the shipping forecast over the years. So between 1969 and 2009, Peter Jefferson, who was a Weybridge resident, um, read a um, maritime weather forecast. Um, and lots of people said that his voice was um, making them fall to sleep. So he's now reinvented the shipping broadcast as a bedtime story for Calm.com. Uh, so to the slow walks of regular forecasted show Sailing Bay, the Weybridge resident will be mentioning unusually calm weather conditions as he begins the monologue and will be hoping to send people to sleep. <laughs> What a lovely idea. What a lovely yeah, idea. In fact, uh, we actually, uh, Hugh Evans does read the shipping forecast every Sunday night at 11.30pm. So uh, oh. we'll have to get Peter in to do that for us, yeah, I think. That would be thrilling. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Well, Zosia, thank you so much for taking us through the headlines of Surrey this week. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Me too. Thanks very much for having me. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This has been Brooklyn's Radio News Review with Graham Laycock and from the Surrey advertiser Zosia Ayres. And you can hear the Surrey News Review every Friday at 1pm and 7pm on Brooklyn's Radio. It's compiled by the Surrey advertiser and you can keep up to date at getsurrey.co.uk.
If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with the sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.